You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical and theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Here's today's question. Can prayer change God's mind or his plans for you? Simple answer, no. We do have passages where Moses is interceding on Israel's behalf, and we have that complicated and technically a difficult passage where God changed his mind. Actually, the word is repented, and repent is probably a better thought process because repent means to turn from one thing to another. I don't think our appealing to God will change the sovereign will of God. I do think he responds to his children. But I think in some respects, it's the wrong question. If I ask and beg and plead and do good works, can I somehow change God's outcome? No. Will God be merciful and compassionate to me when I don't deserve it? Perhaps. So I think the short answer is prayer teaches us more about our relationship with God than as a question and answer exchange. I think too many people come to pray to God to get an outcome Mm -hmm. as opposed to a relationship with the sovereign creator and sustainer of the universe. We can look at the so-called Lord's Prayer, better entitled the Disciples Prayer. How do you pray? And it's a wonderful setup because they had seen John's disciples praying and their acknowledgement, uh, Lord teaches to pray like John's disciples is quite revealing because to me it exposes they had the same trouble a lot of us do. We mm-hmm. don't seem to pray well. And any of those who've listened to me for a while know I had this, you know, aggravation with meaningless repetition when it comes to prayer. We're all guilty of saying the same thing every time we ask. And it's like, you know, a checkbook register. If I pray for this, maybe this outcome will happen. So on the one hand, prayer, we are told to pray, to give thanksgiving in all things. Many, many scriptures about prayer. The fact that Jesus slipped away to pray all night before he chose the disciples, as was his habit, Luke tells us, he got away to pray. So prayer is a discipline. It's a relationship. We need to remove the idea that it's a question and answer. I ask God something and he answers my prayer. Mm -hmm. He may respond to our prayer, but I don't think you and I praying fervently or diligently or fasting can change God's mind in the way that sounds. So. What do we do with the parable? I think she's a widow and it's the like corrupt judge. The and persistent widow. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. This kind of idea of like, if she's a squeaky wheel and a mm-hmm. corrupt judge responds, how much you know better of a father am I? Right. So that parable is one of the most egregiously mistaught parables. It sounds like if you're a persistent person (laughs) and you nag the judge to death, eventually he will do what you want him to do. For the first century Jewish ear to hear that story, when Jesus first set it up, so in Luke 18, we have this parable that Jesus gives about what typically is, you know, explained as a nagging widow. In a certain city, there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect man. But when they hear that, they've got a picture of an unrighteous, godless judge. There was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him saying, give me legal protection from my opponent. For a while he was unwilling, but afterward he said to himself, even though I do not fear God or respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. And Jesus said, hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now, will not God bring about justice for his elect who cry to him day and night? And will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will bring about justice for them quickly. 
However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So typically taught, nag God, he'll eventually give you what you want. When the first audience heard that, they would have covered their mouth with their hands when they heard the expression that a widow came to him and he wouldn't act for her good. Of course a judge, even a godless judge, would do that. I mean, this is a matter of fact. She has a legitimate need. She's a widow. And a judge hearing, of course he would act to protect her. That's the character of God. Not nagging God. So what's God like? God will bring justice Mm -hmm. for those who cry to him. He's not saying God's going to answer her prayer. God's going to give her you know, money that she needs or whatever, that God is going to give justice to the elect who cry out to him. So we need to parse it carefully. And then, of course, the crescendo is that justice will be seen when the Son of Man comes. And so he's looking for faith. He's looking for faithful people. And so the parable really is teaching not a persistent nagging of God, but we have a good God who's a good judge, and he will bring justice for his people at the proper time. If you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us or text us at 615-281-9694, or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. We would love to hear from you. Ask Dr. E is a production of Michael Easley in Context. The music for this show is composed by Jason Germain, and you can find more biblical resources at michaelincontext.com.